Hi, welcome to episode two of our sort of podcasting. We made it past one, which was my main goal because I was a little bit scared that I'd lose motivation after we made the big point of saying we're doing this, but we're here and I'm really glad. Um, So the idea of this podcast is to talk to our friends about music they grew up on and that they listen to now and just kind of learn a little bit more about them because we thought it could be quite interesting. And for episode two, we have Landy from Muncie Girls. So Muncie Girls are a band we've known for years now. Um, I think the first sort of proper punk show we played was with them and Great Cynics in Southampton. And that was really cool. And then we toured with them in November on their big sort of album headline tour, which was a lot of fun. Um, we played a show with Landy's other band, Fairweather Band in Cardiff um, last weekend. And we just thought, why not? We kind of threw it together really quickly. We recorded it on a phone. So there's lots of, there's a little bit of weather noise, but nothing too bad. There's one big gust of wind which soon subsides and I think everything's audible. Um, But yeah, it was really interesting. We spoke about classic rock and a bit about System of a Down, which I totally didn't expect, but I think it was a pretty good take on it. Um, Yeah, it was really cool. Um, Thanks for listening. See you later. There's this one guy in Exeter who's just like mad about beep. And like he was just like screaming the words. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. There's always one guy in there. Yeah, yeah. Just going like, yeah. You know that voice where they do it as a joke? I was like, oh, so embarrassing. And it was like an indie pop show, but just something like right down the front. Yeah. Like grabbing me at a shoulder. Yeah. Like, chill. Yeah, it's insane. It gets weird, doesn't it? It really does. Um, I pressed record already. Oh my god. But then we're talking about stuff we probably can't follow up because we're slagging people yeah. off. <laughs> Cut that. So, yeah. Um, so I guess the concept of the podcast is it's always going to be super awkward but I cut this bit out. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if I just get it all out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's kind of about, I thought because we just talk about music. Because mm-hmm. I feel like in press context, all you get to talk about music is just like one of the little liners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it always feels really gross and then you're under pressure. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get to the end of it. Or at least I get to the end of it. And I'm just like, no one gained anything from yeah. that. <laughs> no one understood no one gets me, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I just kind of thought, like, it might be a good opportunity to just kind of chat to people and actually get, like, a better picture of that kind of stuff. Because I realise I haven't got a clue what any of my friends listen to, like, mm-hmm. on, like, a, a, a large scale. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, totally. And everyone plays the same kind of music, don't they? Yeah. Like, obviously Especially not... now. Not exactly the same, but, like, the same kind of strands of music. But when, that's just because that's who everyone hangs out with. Yeah, that's but everyone's thing. influences are really different, probably. There's a, yeah, I think at a certain point, once you like start, especially in DIY punk, you start going to the shows, and then most of the music you listen to becomes your friend's music. Yeah. And then it's kind of like just everyone's influence of bouncing off the walls. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of those things. But I guess, yeah, so do you know, like, what was the, where did you start? Like, what was like the first shit that you were right. like really, really into? This is something I don't like to talk about, but oh, let's go there. <laughs> cool. Right, first CD I ever bought with my own money. Because I did have a five tape, awesome. as in the band five. I think I had a five tape. I think, yeah, quite a few people must have. Yeah. And I remember having it on holiday in Turkey when I was like eight, but I don't think I bought it. I think I just like had, it was a hand-me-down or like charity shop sort of thing. <laughs> cool. It just sort of turned up. So I didn't choose to buy that. But I remember, right, my first CD I ever bought was Bon Jovi, um, Bounce was the album I don't even know that song no Crush 
It's an album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Bounce was after that. Anyway, and I think <laughs> I'd seen them on TV, like literally on like a something, some live video, like stadium rock show. And I was like, this is incredible. I was like eight and I was like, yes, this is great. And yeah, just like literally it's all I listened to for like a good year. That's so cool. Yeah, so it's honestly sheer Bon Jovi. Like I absolutely loved it. It was mad. I remember my guitar teacher tried to teach me Living on a Prayer. Yeah, and I, at that point I'd already found out about like Blink-182. And uh, I was like, yeah. man, I don't like yeah. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Uh, no, see, I'm like 13 years old I'm too old for Bon Jovi yeah this was pre anything else like I hadn't heard it was blowing my mind really honestly like that's cool though I was loving it the um, hooks are there great band I mean do you still listen to them now? yeah sometimes awesome. like in a in a joke context like my sister likes to sort of always make a point of me being a massive Bon Jovi fan so she puts it on and I'm like don't put it on and then I'm like dancing to it suddenly it is funny. It is so funny. I think that's like, pretty cool. The songs are good. They yeah. are good. Is it, is it the sort of thing where like you can still can you still stand by like a huge chunk of the discography? Well, no, because because that... I was just literally had this one CD. Oh, of course, yeah. So it was just like I really liked that. Then there's this album called Slippery When Wet, yeah, which I had on tape. Yeah, 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 it's the classic, <laughs> which I got like afterwards. But to be honest, I just wasn't as into it. But like, yeah, Crush. Every song on it, there was like ballads. There was some real like bluesy numbers. <laughs> I'd be disappointed if there wasn't ballads. <laughs> yeah. There's this, oh my god. There's one song that's called like "Thank You for Loving Me," and I I was like eight, and for some reason I thought it like spoke to me. I used to Aww. love it so much, that says but it, it didn't because it made no sense. But oh my god, yeah, classic times. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mm. I never got into classic rock when I was little. Really? I feel like I had a Guns and Roses phase. I, never... I had the greatest hits, and that was the thing. But I never, like, expanded out throughout the 80s. Really? I mean, actually, to be fair, I've only, I think I only heard, like, the, the classics when I was in, like, sort of getting into, like, high school. Yeah. And, like, a couple of, like, really nerdier friends would like some really bad music. So we'd sort of listen to... What was it? Like, Led... Someone I knew was, like, a really big fan of Led Zeppelin when we were, like, 11. I remember thinking, like, that was a really strange, right like, thing to like. When you're, I think it was Led Zeppelin. Is that the one with a really whiny voice? Yeah, it's super like whiny. super like Rory kind of, and all the songs yeah, yeah, are like yeah. eight minutes long. Yeah, about yeah, hills yeah, yeah, and goblins yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so <laughs> listen to a little bit of that, but basically just honestly for like an entire year, just this one Bon Jovi album, and that was the first like actual <laughs> music I got into that wasn't before that. I was like mad about Venga Boys, Sick. like Spice Girls, Venga Boys Five, yeah. all that sort of stuff. That's really, yeah. I, everyone sort of has that thing where they start going the cheesy pop route and then they find something which they feel like is the real shit yeah 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 so like you've and it's never the real shit yeah well is it <laughs> some some would argue it was mine was Limp Biscuit, right I finally really? found something and I was like you know this is like this is where I'm at yeah in, in year year four year three that's or something that's like eight yeah that's like when you're eight yeah yeah but I think Bon Jovi's more credible than Limp Biscuit. but once, now I've said the Bon Jovi thing, I need to immediately move on because yeah, where'd you go after, from there? after Bon Jovi, I suddenly decided that I hated Bon Jovi because <laughs> my sister had, I think I just found it, but it was just a uh, like CDR, really scratched, and it just said LTJ on it. So I 
was obsessed with this CD that just said LTJ and I didn't know what it was called. And then I realised later that it was Less Than Jake. Oh, okay, cool. And it's like um, that album Hello Rock View. And so that was the next thing that I exclusively listened to for like a full year. So that was probably like that, yeah, when a, I was like nine. That's a fast transition. I know. Do you know what I mean? Because that's like, that's a direct route to where you are now. Yeah, so. totally. Oh yeah for, sure. yeah, for sure. Once I was like listening to Hello Rock View every single day, like a few times a day as well. Because yeah. that's the thing, it's like there wasn't that much music in my house. And when you're that young, you don't have all these albums to just yeah. pick up. I never had any older siblings or whatever. Really? So it was just like my yeah. my dad had like Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. And I think some Foo Fighters albums or something like that. Yeah. But like that was the extent of it. I guess like Nirvana's good. Nirvana's good. Mom, good. I, like, I hear some Green Day records, which I feel like is yeah, probably yeah, where yeah. that was where it like shot from there. Uh, okay. But I reckon if I had older siblings, I would have got into the shit that I got into a lot faster. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what happened. Because then once I blasted that CD constantly, then... Um, I think there was like some kind of compilation CD was the next thing that I like found like yeah. in the living room or something. so I listened to that all the time and that had pop music on it oh, this oh. is when we were like 10 or something Rancid Movie Life Brand New basically loads of good stuff. well and then like Census yeah. Fail so loads of emo <laughs> and loads and lo- like Rufio and like all these kind of bands Mest and like loads of cheesy pop punk you skipped all the you went straight to like semi-credible stuff you, you went straight to stuff that people get into when they're like 16 I know I was so happy and but <laughs> this is what happened so we were listening to these CDs and like got really into like rancid and transplants and stuff like that <laughs> yeah like literally loving it <laughs> all sick. the time um, and brand new became like a favourite band of mine for really? years afterwards cool. yeah but then what happened was um, for some reason after that then I started getting like listening to less punk and emo and listening to more really bad stuff like Red Hot Chili Peppers that came when we were like 12 or something so that was what was really annoying yeah so I I mean I was definitely I was definitely into the Red Hot Chili Peppers when I was 12 yeah 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 you hadn't had that pre but I know I feel like if I would have been onto other stuff like I I maybe would have been I think that's what's depressing about my upbringing was the fact that I had the opportunity to, you know, I had all the kind of CDs to listen to good music. And then <laughs> I just chose not to after even That's hearing fine, it all of it. Though. I know, but still it's a shame. And then from, so from there, <laughs> we went on to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Cool. We also moved on to System of a Down. That's still cool. Not cool. I mean, it's not, I didn't put it on, but like, it's of the time. It's of the time, yeah. <laughs> um, Mindless self-indulgence. Oh wow! Billy Talent. Um, <laughs> Me and Zoe talk about Billy Talent all the time. I mean, they're terrible, but I loved them. Do you I literally I loved still, them. I, Do you reckon? Well, the, here's the thing, right? Every time it was on, we did one tour in November with Zoe, and I realised that we grew up listening to like Billy Talent mm. and. Uh, Dean was also like huge into the Red Hot Chili Peppers and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it was just like we put it on, and then we had this moment where it was like, you know what? I shouldn't have repressed all this crap. Yeah. <laughs> like I shouldn't be so ashamed because this is like, if you just look at it as like pop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much I'm still like not ashamed of. Do you think anymore. it's because like people put too much pressure on them, like expecting them to be a big band, a, a good band? Like if you think of it, like they're not really a good band. They're just like. 
cheesy pop music yeah yeah and if you don't expect any, any kind of credibility from them you can just oh yeah yeah well, when you, yeah if the other thing i don't well looking back on it i'm not expecting anything because i know what it is yeah if you know yeah, what i mean yeah. i'm not like searching for cool stuff yeah it's just like i already know what this is and i've kind of i've kind of written it off as like something for embarrassing past me yeah and now yeah. i can dip back in and be like okay i sort of yeah it's, and yeah. also as long as you kind of ration it now don't like be listening to it all the time like yeah, you know no, some you people are like stuck in the yeah that's where it gets kind weird, of like it? in their formative years and listening to actual shit just because it's like <laughs> so nostalgic see i'm not even sure i like that stuff's actual shit anymore i like i i i, I can't even i've been spent so long being like oh yeah i was an embarrassing like 16 year old yeah. that I, like, I'm, not, I'm just fine with it now <laughs> Billy Talent are like a good I'm going to go on record hang on and so say Billy Talent good. you were 16 no I must have been a bit younger than that 14 so, yeah, maybe about I was, 16 I was trying to think I don't about know whenever that first record and second record was out I don't know I don't know about records because this is what happened LimeWire was the only thing oh I see from, so That's cool. CDs were done for me like I was not really listening to CDs at all like the odd one but not really it was literally just LimeWire yeah so it was like people would sort of on MSN people would send songs is that right you could send songs yeah I think so I think you could forever. send songs and also just say oh download this song so I think when Billy Talent became like a huge thing so did um, anti-flag for me uh, okay. so that was like this is year eight now so this is like then we started getting into emo like actual like new Papa Roach emo do you know that song like Don't. it's like something to do with scars not the big one or in the, in the wrestling room I don't know. But like, no, 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 no. But it's, it's like, the scars remind me. Da, da, da. I can't remember. I don't know that. Anyway, it's really, Oh, but really, I do remember really this, bad. like, dressing like, like, with all the... Emo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, well into that. What else is there? <laughs> then cool. it was just, like, total, like, panic at the disco. Yeah. That sort of... I mean, that happened for lots of people that I knew and, like, Paramore. Yeah, they were Loads of bands. people were loving that, but I was still kind of teetering on being a little bit like snobby oh, really? so I was still kind of like when we were like 12 I remember thinking like that's not emo senses fails emo like this is <laughs> annoying me and but then but I didn't know enough about it to actually put up a, a good like case to kind of say yeah. that to my friends and also no so one it didn't make you popular saying stuff like that yeah so I think I did begrudgingly get into people do that especially with emo it's just like that's not emo braids emo yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just all like well that's not if, if so then I, I have mean, no emo, relationship with emo, emo. Pop, as opposed yeah, to no, like I, emo I get you I just don't care about the sanctity of emo yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just not something I I don't care about the sanctity but if you're of living, punk either if you're living and breathing it you should care about the I guess so but I feel like everyone who's there <laughs> everyone who's really cares about the sanctity of emo now is like 35 yeah, yeah, yeah. and they care about when mineral was popping yeah for sure and that's not my I mean there's so many man. different like obviously like census fell to a lot of people's not actual emo I suppose, yeah but, um, but yeah so then that was like I think what happened was the emo the whole obsession with emo actually came before System of a Down because I think System of a Down for me was when I was like 13, 14 yeah I think I went through like massive obsessions with like certain few bands and so like but Brand New was something that stayed an obsession Really? From when I was like ten, Why do you think till that when is? I was like 
16 I probably stopped obsessing. I still like them, but I don't know, I guess like, I mean, I, I think they, they just were, you know, the thing that I liked the most. I don't know what. Yeah. I kind of wish that it was a better band, but <laughs> I can't help it. I just really everyone's like still, them. Everyone still stands behind brand new. It like, must just lot. be the harmonies. I was thinking this the other day. No, yesterday I was listening to the new record and for all the things that have gone completely downhill and down the toilet with that band, they've kept those harmonies that yeah. are in their first album, which sound really, really good. But That's yeah, cool. it's not. It's not. They're not a good band anymore. I, they're just really strange. And when everyone was chatting about their like when the vinyls went up for pre-order or whatever mm. it was, I just realised they didn't know a single brand new song. Really? So I just tweeted it and like no one in this band can name a single brand new song. And all of a sudden, like I mentioned, Hate. are full of people <laughs> being like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh man, check out Deja, whatever it's Deja called." Deja Intendu. Yeah, that one. Yeah. And I just um, I eventually listened, and I was just like, I think I missed the boat on it. Like, oh yeah, I wasn't, totally. I wasn't there at the time, totally. and it's think not going to work for think me Think about when you first heard like Panic at the Disco, and really like that was well good. Yeah, that's when you need to hear Brand New as well. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, like hearing it now is like but the way people talk about Brand New isn't that vibe. Do you know what I mean? P- people talk about Brand New as if they're what, still the best band. That's what's strange the about them is because and they, fair play to them. They kind of changed so much as people were getting older as well probably yeah. so say, say I first listened to them when I was like 10 then by the time I was like 16 and like that album Daisy came out it had changed so much was but that then that long ago? yeah I think so yeah. oh wow cool it was like I was 16 yeah I was 16 I think um, so they changed loads but then so had I but then I still wasn't like by the time that record Daisy came out I was kind of like yeah this is too weird there's too much like samples and just like strange atmosphere and yeah. creepy some of it's creepy I've heard it's questionable weird. things about the lyrics yeah and that's another thing is like oh. with a lot of bands like that there's a lot of stuff that like if I put it on I'll have to be like really drunk or like with people who are into it so I'm not sat there listening to the words yeah. so I know that it would like ruin a lot of like I have that Dean was showing me like he put on all this lo- oh, Fallout Boy that we listened to when we were little and you listen to the words and they're just gross yeah, like it's yeah, the yeah. most it, so, so much of it is just like horrendously sexist yeah, yeah totally and it's the same with like so much hip hop yeah just but kind I mean of have the, to like what you've got to remember is out. that people are sexist and that's what people like yeah everyone loves it like that's why you, yeah. <laughs> that's why people <laughs> no like one cared it because it's time. sexist yeah <laughs> exactly people like it because they're like ooh shouldn't say that but now I can because I'm singing along and everyone loves it so it's fine yeah but they really want to say it and that's probably why people absolutely love it <laughs> that was fair <laughs> it's what you shot the line in it yeah fair yeah it's interesting anyway mm, it really is I can't remember I had a chain of thought and I've completely lost it where was I going with this? Something to do with... So at what point At what point did you actually end up getting into music that you could still stand by now? Well, literally when I was 10, because I still love Rancid. Oh, And I cool. still love Brand New, like I was saying. Um, but then, so after System of a Down, 14... We'll say 14, but I like to think 13. And then there was a really bad time of being... 15 and 16 when it was actual like there was some kind of drum and bass in there <laughs> cool right let's just go for it now Jason Mraz cool I loved it I literally awesome. loved it I kind of just ditched everything and just listened to that and I can't remember what else and then I think even for like 
a bit when I was 15 and still in high school, I didn't even like music that much. Like, I, I just wasn't bothered about it. Yeah. It wasn't, like, it wasn't important because the only thing that was important was partying and, like, <laughs> being the coolest person you could possibly be and, like, doing the most drugs or drinking the most. And that was, like, what was super cool. Yeah. Like, music was kind of just literally background noise. It wasn't, like, for me, like, when we were, like, 15 or whatever... That wasn't like what our mates were really that into. That's honestly, the, it was the same. I moved schools and I was just like, I still had a funny haircut from being in the last school and being really into music. And then I sort of got there and realised no one, like, wasn't doing me any favours. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. oh, cool, I got to focus on, like, trying to not hate every second of every yeah, minute. Exactly. You <laughs> got no time for finding out about new music. I know, that's what's so. I mean, it's really sad in a way because I guess the people that were really into music definitely weren't interested in like fitting in with all the kind of bullshit kids yeah but that just wasn't what I was doing at that time but I, w- I, I wish now that I had been more like less worried about fitting in with everyone but then so when I was 15 yeah still listening to like brand new like because they were still releasing I think like the devil and god are raging inside me or whatever that one's called mm-hmm. came out when I was about 15 so I was really into that and then when I was 16 and got out of high school and went to college, that's when I started going like down to the cavern and going to oh, punk cool. shows. So then from that point, like totally ditched anything ever that I've ever been into and was like, <laughs> apart from like, you know, the good stuff and just like invested every part of myself into like, what I was really into then was like uh, Lemuria, The Weekend Hours, Against Me, um, Latterman, and bands like that. So that it's was kind of like... It's nice when fitting in also goes hand in hand with music you actually yeah, generally yeah, yeah. like. Well, well, this is the thing, like, in college, like, that wasn't really the general sort of thoughts of most people. That was just, like, a few people who really wanted to go to shows and, like, yeah. got into punk and stuff. So that was, like... That was when I started listening to music that I don't think I'll ever stop liking, you know? Yeah. Because there's a lot of music that I listened to when I was a teenager that I actually despise now. Whereas I don't think I could ever despise like the Wicked Ones, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I I didn't really despise anything that I used to listen to anymore. Really? Yeah, I kind of always, like, I'd I'd hide things. I'd be like, oh, no, yeah, I I didn't have that face. Yeah. But I don't really really care. But what about, like, I literally used to listen to Avenged Sevenfold. Same. That's not good. I mean, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. No, I suppose I don't hate it. (laughs) But, like, there's certain things I like. System of a Down, I don't hold any grudges against. Yeah. <laughs> but like when that comes on, I'll be like, I don't remember that song. That's a nice part of my life, isn't it? I just think. But it, then Avengers Sevenfold, I'm like, I just think we've um, yeah. I mean, that's terrible. I hate. I don't hate <laughs> it. But yeah, it is terrible music. But then System of a Down is just weird. Yeah, it's that's, so that's weird. why I still kind of respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose like that is kind of what you need when you're a teenager, just yeah. to be like being weird, is, like suddenly like really exciting. Yeah, no, I get you. And freaking out people that don't get it yeah but now I don't get it so I'd be freaked out if I saw someone yes, you know who was into System of a Down I'd be like what the hell is that <laughs> it's the same yeah whenever 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 anything slightly different comes through at least for in a rock perspective mm. I'm the first one to be like yeah. not for me <laughs> go over there yeah. <laughs> but I guess we, I guess we touched the bases for like what do you like now and then now well that the only thing that I like now that I didn't like then well, there's a couple of things. One is, like, stuff like the Lemonheads and, like, cool. Dinosaur Junior. 
Um, and also, I got really into like riot girl bands and stuff when I was about 18. Like, really obsessed with that. And then I think slowly since I was about 16, um, my favourite band started to be Slater Kinney. And then awesome. they're still my favourite band now. Like, I don't think that that will change for a, a good while. <laughs> That's really um, cool. So they, they kind of replaced brand new, I think. Yeah. For me, anyway. I can see yeah. that. There's, there's enough to, like, get your teeth into yeah. to, like, to be your favourite band, if you know what I mean? It's, like, proper rock music, which I guess I do like. I've tried a, I've tried a lot to convince myself that I'm not <laughs> really that into rock music, but I definitely just am. Yeah. But see, he's like, it, it, it's rock how you kind of want it to be. Yeah, totally. And there's like, there's enough good albums that there's just enough of them. That's the thing. There's so much of them. That yeah, yeah, totally. I don't think I'll ever get bored. What and record? then there's like Wild Flag and oh, cool. the Corrin Tucker band, and then like Heavens to Betsy, which is Corrin Tucker's oh, old before, band, no. and then Excuse Seventeen, which is like Carrie Brownstein's old band, and then these are all bands I've not heard, but I read in the Carrie Brownstein book. Yeah, they're all they're all great. <laughs> it's ringing names, and, but I didn't um, go back and look. And like. Janet Weiss plays in she, I think she played in Shins for a bit but she plays in this band called Quasi who are pretty good oh, cool. um, so I think like they all do so much that like once you want to get into that universe it's like it. all good <laughs> and then also like maybe when I was about 19 or 20 I started getting really into like Patti Smith oh cool and then somehow from that I started getting way more into like UK like punk so stuff like The Slits and oh, nice. I'm really into like raincoats and then now I started getting way more into like uh, bands like the Pop Guns um, and yeah so bands like that are way more like jangly I suppose yeah yeah and, like the Sundays and stuff who I've been listening to recently so I think like I've still I still like the bands and I still listen to the bands that I liked when I was like 16 but I just added more bands to it that's cool so it's like now I've got space you can to do like, it from like different times over. yeah exactly yeah, so now, like, I definitely... Like, I don't listen to that much new music, to be fair. I mainly listen to, like, 80s or 90s. That's cool. Or 70s, to be fair. Like, if I'm, like, you know, like, drawing or, like, I don't know, whatever, on my computer, that's the music that I'll put on. If I'm, like, not really yeah. listening to it, I think, like, that's, like, perfect. Just, like, a, a real playlist with some, like, post-punk or something. Yeah. That's really cool. I guess uh, that's kind of like it's nice not to be doing what everyone else is doing yeah totally and like also I think I kind of dis- I feel like I discovered those bands without them being thrust upon me you know yeah that's and, the difference isn't it? and that's like really rewarding and I love the whole like aesthetic and you know when I start I started like really think that like you know like Spare Rib magazine like that feminist magazine from the 70s like I really love the way that's all laid out and sometimes like read that on like the archives of their stuff especially if I'm doing like art stuff then that goes so well with like you know punk rock and like yeah. post-punk and then I think Is that's that like a really got all the kind of cut out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's like that's like a whole world that I think that I'll probably get more into as well can yeah. see it going like a little bit down there but, <laughs> but I think I listen less to like uh because I was like really into like the Menzingers, for example. Yeah. Um, and like I listened I like less to that, and like the Gaslight Anthem and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, I really like those bands still, for sure. But like, I definitely listen less to like male punk bands, which is like exactly what I kind of almost exclusively listened to that for a few years. Yeah, so did I actually. I think I kind of did myself 
over a bit by listening to too much of that. Yeah. I can't really draw that much influence out of bands like that for myself because it's not exactly relevant. I'm struggling. I'm going... Well, everyone in our band kind of was going through like a backlash against what we'd call like punky punk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was just like all the stuff that's like too... feels too obvious or too like... Yeah, well, you definitely... Not to say get, that the men's singers are that, but it's definitely but a, get, a different... Yeah, I mean, they, they were like... For me, they were like this like super exciting thing and it represents like a certain time just like every band you know yeah. and like then a lot of bands became that band for me and then that's why I found it really exciting to move to other bands and like I think that's just always how it goes but I think with that particular type of music I listened to it for a long time like three years is a long time to be listening to like a fixed you know really yeah. strong sound or whatever one sound with one kind of almost one gender as well that's what like got a little bit tiresome for me but so I think like moving forward with like building like what we're saying like getting more layers of like different types of music yeah. that's what's really important to me at the moment like actually listening to loads of different stuff can you see all the post-punk and all the 80s stuff like coming through in Muncie Girl stuff I think so yeah I mean we just recorded an album and like I can tell because I'm constantly like can we have more reverb on that <laughs> yeah. like, all the time like what about like a phaser sound <laughs> um, but you know hopefully like it's not can we make those drums much. sound like way less powerful yeah, yeah, yeah can they sound like they're in a big warehouse yeah but you can't really hear them yeah like also listening to loads of replacements as well oh nice around the time that like we're recording so hopefully it doesn't sound too much like that but I remember thinking like when we're doing I, the guitars yeah. like so much about the replacements that's all we kind of thought whenever we record something. I'm like, I really want to sound like this. And then I'll get two months out from it. Be like, oh, it just sounds like happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least you try. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Know. Like, you're never going to get away, that far away yeah, from, exactly. like, your instincts. Yeah, for sure. Which is quite cool if you can, like, blend it all up. Mm, exactly. Right. I think... All right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Was it good? Yeah. That was a good amount of time. Half an hour. Hey. Love it.